Welcome to Break a Leg. You've heard that term before, and it doesn't mean forcing an injury. It's all about the arts. From theater to movies to books to TV, we'll give you the inside scoop on what goes on behind the scenes, as well as how you can get involved in the arts. Now, here is your host. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Break a Leg. I'm Raina, and I'm co-starring with Captain the Dot Line Kitty. Uh, <laughs> uh, today... I was planning on talking about how you guys can prepare for auditions, whether it's just acting, musicals, dance, like, just, like, for singing, any of that, and, like, kind of some inside tips on, like, what you can do if you get a part in whatever you're auditioning for. Uh, also, I was thinking, if we have time, we can talk about my two favorite shows in the entire world, Parks and Recreation and Modern Family, because I... Yesterday and the day before, I had a Parks and Rec marathon for everything that got recorded. And we had like 20 episodes recorded on the on the TiVo, and I'm like, "Yep, I watched all of them." And that sounds kind of sad, but it actually was really fun. So, uh, let's get right into auditioning. So, I mean, as far as everyone knows, like auditions are really like stressful, and everyone like freaks out. And a lot of people like they're really talented and stuff, and they have potential, but the audition scares them away, and it's kind of sad because you're like, "Oh." You should do it anyway. Like, a lot of my friends are like, I'm like, oh, guys, you can sing, you can dance, you can do whatever. And they're like, no, I don't want to audition. I want to be in front of people. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. That's sad. Because, like, for me, like, performing, like, being in front of people is, like, the fun part. I mean, auditioning is never, of course, because it's, like, really nerve-wracking. But, like, being in front of people is really fun for me anyway. Uh, So, let's see. Let's just kind of begin with how you can prepare for audition before you actually do it because you kind of want to get there prepared. Otherwise, you're not going to seem professional and the director's going to be like, eh, we don't need them because they're not prepared. They're not going to be prepared for the show or whatever. So whether it's a musical, a regular play, a dance recite, like a dance showcase, a singing show, I don't know, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, They usually will tell you what to prepare, so what to bring. Uh, let's see, for whenever I audition for a musical, it's usually a 60-second monologue, either comedic or dramatic, depending on what the, you know, show is, if it's a, you know, comedy or drama. And then, um, it depends, and then, yeah, 16 bars of a song, and they usually have an accompaniment, who just plays the piano, so. It, yeah, I mean, I've heard some people have, like, 30-second monologues, five-minute monologues for, like, really crazy shows, and I'm like, uh... No, I can't memorize that, like, in a week or whatever. Uh, also, can I recommend that you uh, <laughs> prepare for it early so you're not finding a monologue the night before? I've done that before. <sighs> anyway, but it worked out, but it worked out. So, yeah, that's pretty important to do because, you know, you want to be either prepared. Also, for uh, any kind of musical... For a song, I would recommend any, you know, musical theater stuff. You could do, like, other styles of songs. Like, if it's, like, a different... If, like, the musical is, like, a certain style. If it's, like, a really, like, jazz-oriented. Or if it's kind of, like... I don't know, like, rock. Like, a rock musical. Because they have a lot of those. Uh, it depends. Like, they, like, they'll usually tell you what, you know, to bring. I actually looked up auditions for Lion King on Broadway. Because I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of funny if I audition when I'm older or something. And it said to either bring a gospel song or a rock song. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Because, like, but that's kind of, like, the style's kind of mixed with that. It's a, I don't know. It's a really good musical. You should check it out. Uh, it's a lot better than the movie, in my opinion. But, you know, I'm a theater geek, so 
Anyway, th- yeah, that's like the main thing. Make yeah, make sure like pay close attention to everything on the audition forum. Um, if I were you, or what I do is I usually print it out the list of whatever I need to bring, highlight it, circle it, underline it, do everything I can, make sure I don't miss anything because you don't want to end up there. And I don't know, have your monologue be like, okay, thank you. They'll be like, oh, right, are you ready to do your song? You're like, song? Yeah, you don't, do not, yeah. That's luckily never happened to me before because I'm really, really um, careful when it comes to that. But yeah, like it's happened before to other people and I feel really sad about that because it's like, I'm oh, sorry about that. Yeah, make sure you prepare though because... That's like the main point of audition is be prepared and then you want to show the directors that you care about getting a role and you'll be dedicated to it and you'll do all that. Also, I would recommend, because usually they have these things called callbacks and callbacks are basically when the director or casting director wants to see more of you. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get in or anything, like that has nothing to do with it. You could get the lead role and not get a callback. You could not get it at all and get a callback. It just depends on, like, if they want to see more of you, like, they want to try you out, like, with certain roles or something. And um, for a callback, I remember for one show I did, we would sing a few lines of a song. So we'd learn a song in a few, like, a little, like, a few, like, minutes, maybe, like, not, like 20 seconds of a song. Still, it was kind of hard because you're like, uh, okay. And then we would read from the script with other people, like, to see how that would work so i'd recommend like knowing the show that you're doing so you kind of know what you're talking about so it makes sense to you also if it's musical maybe like you don't have to know the songs like by heart like maybe like know the tune of it or like kind of be familiar with it so you're not like caught off guard because that is like a little unsettling you're just like uh okay and you're just kind of like sorry i don't know the show to the director like oh okay but like not all directors are like really I don't know. Some directors are kind of. It depends on what director you have too. You gotta like know your. You gotta know the, the people. You gotta know it all. Okay, so when you get to your audition, make sure you are on time. And when I mean on time, be at least fifteen minutes early, because that's on time. Being on time is actually late, and being late is like a no-no. Like you do not do that. Uh, so do that. Make sure like you look nice. Don't come up with, like, a stain on your shirt or something or, like, I don't know, anything weird like that. Uh, When you come in, it's really important you don't compare yourself to other people because I know whenever you're, like, like waiting for an audition, it's really common to, like, you know, compare yourself. Be like, oh, they look like they can dance better. Oh, they look like they can sing better. Oh, they look better in general. Like, don't worry about it because it doesn't matter. I'm going to be honest. It really doesn't matter. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Someone could be a better dancer, better singer, better everything, and not get the part. You get it. Because really, I feel like it all matters with personality, too. Like, I've, like, talked about this with a lot of other my, like, theater friends and everything. Like, if you think about it, so say you have someone who's, like, perfect dancer, perfect singer, perfect, like, everything, but they're a total jerk. And you have someone who's not as great, but, I mean, still good, don't get me wrong, like, really good, not as great as them but they have a good attitude and they're willing to work hard the directors are most likely going to choose the person who's going to work hard because that's what a show is it's a lot of hard work i mean it's fun of course it's a lot of hard work though and if you have a bad attitude about it and you're not you don't have your head in the game they're not going to choose you because they're thinking why would i waste my time because you know it's kind of hard dealing with people who don't want to be there so if you 
have the talent and stuff, that's great. Just make sure you have the um, dedication to do it too because that's a huge deciding factor, I feel like. Also, when you're waiting, you know, drink plenty of water. Like, do that because I, whenever I go th- like to an audition, I usually like finish an entire bottle of water just because I'm like drinking water so much. Uh, yeah, like make sure you're ready. Don't like be, I don't know, don't be doing stuff like in the hallway waiting. Like don't be practicing dance moves because you might like break your ankle or something. I don't know. It's just kind of random. But like just make sure you're like healthy and you're not doing anything weird and you're not, I don't know, doing anything disruptive to the other people. Like it depends on where you are, of course. But like whenever like I audition, like there's like other people and I can talk to the people. And it's totally fine. You're not like. I mean, you're kind of competing with other people, but you don't have to be, like, really mean. You can talk to them and be friendly. Be like, oh, hey, you nervous? Be like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm with you a little bit. And, you know, like, you can make friends that way. I've made friends that way, actually. It's kind of funny. I mean, don't let the stress of the situation, like, totally ruin everything. I mean, it's stressful, but think about it. It's, like, maybe, what, two minutes long? The audition, actually, audition is two minutes long, and it's over, like, really quickly. Like, you go in there, and you get out, and it's like, okay, that was really not that bad. So, yeah, make sure when you're waiting not to stress yourself out. Don't psych yourself out because that happens a lot. People will, like, actually leave auditions after they prepared everything. They're ready to go. They were going to do great. And they're like, oh, no, I can't do it. And they just leave. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's really important. Be prepared. Don't psych yourself out. You guys can do it. I mean, you got to think, like, this is one of the – this is a huge, like – moment in your life like this actually helps you like with everything like a job interview everything like this auditions are like yeah they're similar to job interviews like anything that has like public speaking like anything you have to do in life it's really helpful i'm gonna continue on with how to do well in an audition in a second let's take a break i'm reyna you're listening to break a leg short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. 
We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here's the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. I'm Raina, and we were talking about auditions, what to do, how to prepare, how to... Yeah, all that. <laughs> so we were talking about how, you know, it's, like, imperative to prepare for your audition. Otherwise, why do it? Like, I'm serious. Like, why even do it if you're not going to be ready? Uh, to make sure you know what to prepare. You actually practice a few, like, at least a few days beforehand. Weeks, I mean, you can, but that's a like, depending on how big the actual thing is. Like, it's like a little tiny, like, I don't know, thing for, like, church, like a little group theater. Like, it's not even actual, like, a one act or something yet. It probably won't be, like, that much. I mean, like, take it seriously, but you don't have to, like, prepare, like, months in advance. Like, some people, like, for movie, like, huge movies, like, huge movie stars, they'll prepare, like, months in advance. And that's, that's understandable. Again, like, that co- ties into, like, knowing the show that you're doing or knowing the movie or the dance or the anything and then also what to do when you're waiting for your audition because that's probably the worst part for people like they'll wait there like oh my god oh my god like they will psych themselves out like i can't do it but like really i mean you can if you think about it someone if someone else can go in there and do it why can't you and you'll be like excuses like oh i'm not as good like how do you know you're not as good like they because people have off days during auditions like Sometimes the best singers, their voices will crack. The best dancers, they'll, like, fall. Best actors will forget their lines. Like, really, it doesn't really matter. Also, I feel like the directors, like, I know they seem, like, really mean and scary. But they're people, too. Like, they're not going to, like, stab you if you fail or something. Like, like they're not going to do that. And I think that a lot of them understand that, like, this is a nerve-wracking process. And it's a really tiring process for them because they have to sit there all day and wait. So... They may seem a little snappy and grumpy, but really, they're just tired. you got to give them a break. And they, they know this is a stressful thing. They know that, like, you know, this is not your full, you know, pretend, like, best. Like, you probably are, could do better. Like, I don't know. It depends on how, like, what happens. Because really, auditions, like, this really unpredictable. I mean, the best thing you can do is just prepare. That's really all you can do is just prepare, do your best. You can't really do anything more than your best. Uh yeah, like singing, like your voice is like it. De- it really depends on the day when you, whenever you sing. Even my voice teacher's like, yeah, it depends on the day. Like some days on, because like, she actually was on Broadway. She was in um, Cats. Uh, she was like, yeah, you know, my voice would be like really horrible sometimes, and I was like tired because like she would do eight shows a week, and that's a lot. And like those songs and like all the dancing, everything. She's like, yeah, it was a lot of hard work, but she had a lot of fun doing it. And fun fact, she said during her audition. Uh, she was waiting, and, like, girl, she's like, oh, yeah, and she said she couldn't dance. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, I can't dance. I'm like, okay. And she's a great singer, though. So she's waiting there, and, like, like there are girls that are, like, kicking their legs with their head, like, stretching, whatever, and she's just kind of sitting there like, okay, this is not gonna... Yeah. And then so she goes, and she can't said she can't really dance, even though I think she can, because she was on Broadway, so. But, yeah, she said, like, she got picked for the role, and she had to learn all of the dancing and stuff, and that was kind of hard for her. But, like, again, like I said, like, the best dancer and singer and everything won't always get in. And she said they wanted, a, like, a 
like for the cat they wanted someone who was shorter and she was shorter so she got in um a lot of actually well not all it depends on what show it is some roles do actually depend on like height um race gender obviously um some roles don't like they have like interchangeable sometimes like a girl can play a guy's part and like they can make it like an actual girl or a guy could they could change a girl's part to be like a guy it depends on like the show of course but yeah some shows like will be like race oriented you're not like the thing is like, people will be like oh i'm so offended like you shouldn't really be offended by that because they're not saying like you're not good enough they're just saying like they have certain i don't know like not standards but like they have requirements that you know have to meet and if you're not i don't know asian then you can't be the part like if you're if it's the play like the play takes place in china or something it's not really going to make sense if you're like someone there i mean unless they have like you know it de- it really depends though like you shouldn't be offended by that kind of stuff um if you are then don't worry about it it's not a big deal okay <laughs> Uh, yeah, so don't be offended by that kind of stuff. It's not really that big of a deal. It's just, it kind of happens. They're not trying to be racist. They're not, you know, discriminating against anybody. That's just, that's what the show requires. A lot of times, the playwright will actually write notes in the script of saying what the person who's playing the character should look like, or what they should be like. Um, like, if their characters are really tough, they might be a bit more muscular, a bit, like, taller, a bit bigger. Like, if you're really, like, a tiny little kid you're gonna have to be like a little bit shorter you're not gonna have like a six foot person playing a kid unless it's like some kind of weird satirical parody or something i don't know but yeah don't be offended by like any requirements that you know like i actually was looking again on the lion king website for auditions even though i'm like i don't think i'm gonna get into that show because i don't really think i'm like the right race for that but that's okay that's okay (laughs) i love the show anyway so they actually have height requirements because their costumes like for all of the, like, people, they have, like, certain height requirements because their costumes are made a certain way. They have really awesome costumes, by the way. Like, say, for the hyenas, the one hyena, it's, uh, Shenzi, uh, she had to be, like, 5'5 five, five to 5'8, five, and I'm like, oh, I'm too short for that. Dang it. Because I'm only 5'3, and I'm like, <sighs> shortness has tried to kill me again. Thanks a lot, genetics. But... Like, height requirements, like, really, overall, I'm just kind of going on and on. I could go on forever about this. If there are certain requirements and you don't meet them, don't be offended. That's not your fault. That's genetics. It's, yeah, you can blame your parents if you want. It's not going to get you anywhere, but you can blame them and yell at them about, like, thanks a lot. Make me short. <laughs> it's like, anyway. So, when you're actually in your audition, there are certain things to do. And certain ways you need to, I guess, behave. Because if you act weird in an audition, it's kind of going to throw the directors off. And they'll be like, uh, okay, not going to call you back. It's kind of like, you know, like if on TV you see someone, like, you know, do a job interview. The the person's like, oh, we'll call you. We'll we'll get in contact with you. And they walk away. And they're like, no. Like, they'll look at the camera and be, like, shaking their head. It's kind of like one of those things if you, like... I mean, you don't have to be perfect in an audition. You can... I mean, be yourself, of course, but, like, don't start doing weird things. Like, don't, I don't know, like, break the table or something. I don't know. Like, people have done weird things. Just don't, don't do anything that's, like, out of the ordinary, like, really weird. Like, what the heck? Why'd they do that? So, I mean, you have prepared. Say, you know, you prepared for your audition. You were pretty calm when you were waiting. 
when you actually get into the room, it's, like, really weird because it's, like, you know, pretty quiet because she's, like, the waiting rooms are, like, pretty, I mean, not, like, that loud, but, like, they're pretty chatty people and they might start talking and stuff. So, it depends on your directors and stuff. Like, you could, they could greet you with a smile. They could not smile at all. Just, like, oh, hi. So, what you, the first thing you want to do when you walk in is, like, hello. You know, greet them, obviously. And they'll be, like, oh, Hi. They may or may not be as enthusiastic as you. Keep that in mind because, like I said, it's very tiring to, you know, watch everybody all day. You could be the last person. They just want to go home. So, like, don't take it personally if they're a little, you know, snippety. Uh, and also, I like, I like how a lot of shows actually, like, show, like, auditions, like, a certain way. Like, not everything you see on TV is actually how auditions go. Like, sometimes in an like, audition on TV or in a movie, you'll see, like, the directors, like, applause, like, applaud people and, like, stand up. And, like, that doesn't happen all the time if you do a good job. Um, or if you do really bad, the directors won't, like, scream at you and throw you out. Uh, TV and movies, again, do a great job of misinterpreting something that happens in real life and give people a false, like, judgment. So if you do a great job, the director may or may not applaud and say you got the role immediately because unless like I mean that might happen of course but that's not guaranteed to happen or don't be afraid if you miss a note that the director's gonna like scream at you and throw you out of the building like that's not gonna happen and if it does then you shouldn't be in that show anyway because that's not a good show don't be in a (laughs) don't be in a show where the director like throws people out of buildings that probably is not the most healthy workplace so when you're there of course greet the director's like and then you slate, which is, hello, I'm, you know, your name. And I'll be performing, like, it depends on, well, actually, also on the sheet, I'm just kind of getting a little off track because all these thoughts are coming at me at once. Um, it'll probably say, if there's a certain order they want you to perform it. If not, then just go in whatever, whatever order you feel like for a monologue or the dance routine or the song you need to perform. Like, say for the monologue, it was called I Like Apples or something. So, for slating that, you'd be like, Hello, my name is Raina, and I'll be performing I Like Apples by Johnny Appleseed or something. It's, like, I mean, that's a really kind of a weird example, but it's, like, a generic thing like that. The first song, like, alright, I'll be, next I'll be singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Or for your dance, you'd be like, I'll be performing a lyrical dance or a ballet dance or anything like that. So, we're running a little low on time, and I will continue on this in the next segment. Let's take a break. I'm Raina. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? 
Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here is the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. I'm Mary. We are here in our third segment. And I'm going to continue talking about how to do well in an audition. So, in the first and second segment, I've discussed, you know, how to 
prepare for it, what to do when you're waiting, and then I just started discussing what to do when you actually are in the audition room. The directors are at the table, sitting there, silently judging. No, I'm kidding. They're not going to. Well, I mean, they kind of are. But in a good way. In a good way. So, it's really important. I think I've mentioned, I th- yeah, I talked about how, you know, when you get in there, you slate, you say your full name. I mean, unless you, I mean, probably not your middle name, unless you, like, really feel so inclined to. Also, uh, when you're prepared, bring, make sure you bring in, um, they'll tell you what to bring, like, a head, either, like, a headshot of you, like, a picture, um, your resume, like, there's an acting resume, like, there's actually, like, things online to show you how you can fill it out. I can maybe do another segment on that next time. But, but, uh, make sure you, you know, they'll hand it to them, and then you say what you're gonna do, you do it, uh, and then afterwards, yeah, like I've said, like, directors, like, like, auditions and movies and TV and all that are, like, so, like, poorly portrayed sometimes. Like, they're not always accurate. Like I said, you know, you're not going to get, like, a standing applause from a director if you do a great job, which doesn't mean anything. Like, they try and treat everybody the same, usually, unless, like, you really are that crazy, like, good. Like, some directors, like, during, I saw this one um, thing in my drama class, my teacher showed me. And it was when, I forgot what his name was, but he was in a chorus line. He was in the original cast, and this is when he was, like, during a callback he was doing. He did a monologue from the show. And the director actually started crying, because it was a really sad monologue, and the director started crying. And I'm like, oh, wow. So, like, that's how you kind of know when you got the part when you have, like, the director crying, if it's a really sad monologue. But it's important to keep, you know, keep calm and carry on, like those little posters say. I mean, it's really difficult because once you get into the audition room, it's a really different atmosphere than, like, the other places. Like, at your home, you're comfortable usually, unless, like, I don't know, it's cold in there or something. But you're usually really comfortable in your home. And then, you know, in the waiting room, it's pretty, you know, you're pretty anxious. But, like, you know, it's kind of, people are be, like, talking, socializing. So it's a little, the mood's a little bit lighter. But when you walk in the audition room, it's usually, like, super-duper quiet. Directors, like, it's only you, the directors, maybe, like, another person like you know the accompanist who's playing the piano or somebody else in there who's like managing like lights or anything um it's really easy for you to lose focus in there and kind of start sabotaging yourself like freaking out like psyching yourself out like but really you got to think like you've made it this far there's no reason for you to quit and you guys can do it like i know every single one of you who have an audition coming up and you're nervous you can do it because really if anyone else can do it why can't you And if you start coming up with reasons, that means you're just trying to sabotage yourself and you need to not because you're great. And I love all of you. So, a little pep talk from Rena. And it's really important to kind of, you know, keep calm. If you aren't feeling confident, which really all should because there's no reason for you guys not to be confident because you're all amazing. Um fake your confidence like i mean don't like be like really arrogant of course because that's like a turn off for like anyone who's casting someone for a show but i mean fake your confidence if you don't have it because that just shows that you're a good actor (laughs) because you can fake your confidence i mean you know make sure you look everyone in the eye have good eye contact i mean if you start looking at your feet like shuffling your shoe shuffling your shoes Shuffling your feet on the floor, looking down, you know, you're, like, fidgeting with your clothes. That shows you're not confident, you know. So eye contact's a good way to make sure you're confident. Stand, you know, tall and proud. Um, if you're kind of, like, freaking out, make sure you just, like, take a deep breath. Like, 
do anything that calms you down. Even beforehand, like, if you want to, like, listen to music or something that's, like, calming, or if you just, like, if talking to people makes you calmer or reading, do that. Like, don't, like, stress yourself out beforehand, because that just makes it way worse. Uh, if, I mean, of course, listen to when you have to go, but, like, if you have a lot of time beforehand, like, yeah, go ahead, read a book, do something that's calming. So, let's see. I'm thinking, where was I? Oh, yes, okay. So, also, the director's may or may not talk to you after your audition. I mean, like, it doesn't always happen. Like, they might just say, okay, thank you, and then, like, you leave, and it's all over. But sometimes they might they might talk to you, like, and say, oh, you did a really good job. Um, we're thinking we might call you back. Maybe just, you know, keep, we'll have it posted on the website, you, or if they have a website or anything. Uh, keep in touch. Like, oh, wow, that was a really great job. Uh, and they might actually ask you about stuff on your resume, so make sure you know what your resume has. Like, they might ask, like, oh, you were in this production of, uh, I don't know, Grease at blah, blah, blah theater. It's like, oh, how was that? And you could, like, talk to them, like, oh, what'd you do? Like, do you know the director? Like, yeah. And you actually might, you know, strike a conversation with your people who are auditioning you. It's kind of funny. It's really, I mean, it's kind of nerve-wracking to think, like, oh, the people who are judging me are, like, trying to talk to me. But really, again, like I said, like, several times they're really i mean they're people too they're not gonna like do anything weird if you don't answer their question 100 percent right they're fine they just want to like know more about you that's really what an audition is it's just a showcase of what you can do it's not like trying to like weed out people who are like meant to live or something it's not that severe uh yeah like Make sure if the director does, like, talk to you, like, talk like you would kind of talk to your friend. I mean, like, be kind of, you know, formal about it, but, like, be, like, casually formal, if that makes any sense. Like, be calm, but, like, act like you're still, not be like, oh, dude, what's up, homie? Like, you don't know. No. No. (laughs) Don't do that. But, like, you know, be, have, like, fairly, be fairly eloquent when you talk, but, like, don't, you know, freak out. It's not that bad. So... You gotta think also when you're auditioning, like, the truth they're looking at you, but you gotta, like, think not about that they're judging you. You have to, like, kind of think, like, okay, so, like, athletes, like, whenever they're, I don't know, running a race or playing basketball, they usually don't really hear the crowd because they're just so focused on, like, whatever they're doing. And that goes for, like, when you're on stage and performing because you really, you can see the audience kind of. It's actually really bright on stage, so you can't really see far in the audience. But... I mean, you're not thinking about it. You're just thinking about what you have to do. And that's, like, the same thing about auditioning. Like, being on stage and auditioning are, like... I mean, they seem really different, but really, it's, like, a similar aspect because you're performing for people who are, you know, wanting to watch you and see what you can do. It's, I mean, different environment, but still, like, the same general concept. I mean, well, it's pretty similar. It's not exactly the same, of course. So, if I'm... I think I'm pretty sure we can um, continue on with leaving your audition. So you may or may not have talked to the director. You may have, you know, done your all your things, and then so after you're done, they'll be like, "Okay, thank you." Well, you know, and then you say, "Thank you so much," and then you leave. And this is really important. If you, I'm not saying you guys will, but if you do somehow mess up in your audition, don't go right at the door and be like, "Oh my God, I did so bad." I suck. Because, uh, I mean, the directors could, like, hear you to the door or something, and they'd be like, okay, they're not confident. We should probably shouldn't 
stress them out any more than they're already stressed out. And I don't know. Also, like, your friends probably don't want to hear it. I mean, like, they'll listen to your problems, of course. But, like, they, if you, like, if they had their audition and they think they did bad and you think you did bad, I don't know, might, might, I don't know, mess with people's, like, self-esteem or anything. Um, it's really, also, it's not really healthy on yourself. You're like, oh, my gosh, I messed up. Like, don't dwell on it. If you do mess up, it's okay. Big deal. It's a learning, it's a learning, learning curve. Yeah, I guess you could say that. It's a learning curve. I mean, every audition's different. You're going to do differently in every audition. Um, fun fact, I heard that Adina Menzel, when she was auditioning for Wicked to play the role of Alphaba, she was singing to find gravity. Her voice cracked on the last note, and then she screamed the F-bomb, and I guess like the director still chose her. Um, don't scream the F-bomb if you mess up, but it's just kind of a funny story. But yeah, her I guess her voice cracked on the last note of Defying Gravity, and she still had the role of Alphaba. So if you mess up, that doesn't mean that you're not going to get the role. And afterward, it depends on like actors and singers and dancers usually have like a different, I guess, ritual for like whatever they do after. Um... So some people might like, go for a walk in the park, or they might go swimming afterward, or they might like go get a smoothie or a food afterward if they haven't eaten. Um, they'll go hang out with their friends. They just kind of you know relax after work. That is pretty high stress and it's pretty intense. So like it's good to like relax afterward. Don't do anything that's too stressful or life like risking your life. Like don't I don't know climb Mount Everest the next day because you probably won't get any cell reception up there so you won't be able to tell if you got the part um also if you do want to analyze your audition i mean of course it's not like you know necessary but if you do want to analyze it i'm going to tell you what you have to do when we get back because we need to take a break all right so let's take a break i'm Raina, and you're listening to break a leg a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more we'll tackle the classics the bestsellers and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom tune into bookworm airing thursdays at 3 p.m pacific time and 6 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel we promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book what's cooking Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit!
are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here's the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. I'm Raina, and today we were talking about what to do in an audition. So I talked about how to prepare, what to do when you're waiting, the actual audition, and I just kind of started discussing leaving your audition. Now, there are certain things people do, and I kind of started discussing this in the third segment, but, you know, you can't really beat yourself up if you did do anything wrong in your audition, if it didn't go 100% as planned. Also, I probably should mention this, if you do mess up in your audition, don't show it. Like, don't, like, like you know, throw something on the ground and don't, like, be like, oh, I messed up. Because if you do mess up, the director does not know exactly what you're preparing. Unless, like, they tell you what to prepare. Anyway. But the director, if you're bringing your own stuff, the director doesn't really know what you're going to do. So, if you mess up, just act like it was part of the show. Part, part of the show. Part of the plan. There's a saying that, like, the audience does not know what your routine is. Or the audience doesn't know what you're going to do. So, just don't act like everything you do is on purpose. And... Yeah, actually, a lot of pageant contestants win because uh, like they'll fall off the stage and stuff. They actually win because they just they play it off and they get back up and they go. I don't know, just kind of random pageant references, I guess. So a lot of people have different, like I said, routines for what they'll do afterward. Like they might go get a, I don't know, food afterward, or like go for a walk, or go swimming, or go hang out with their friends because it's pretty high stress. So it's a good thing to just kind of, you know. I'm going to let you guys know. I'm going to okay, let it go. Let it go. Sorry. I had to. People are probably going to hate me for that, but I had to. <laughs> Just let it go. Let it go. No, really, like, let it go. Uh, okay. Anyway. So, I mean, it really depends on what you feel comfortable doing. I mean, of course, don't do anything. Like, don't climb a mountain or break your legs or don't. I don't know, jump off a bridge for fun. Like, don't do not do that because that's kind of high stress and that's not probably healthy for you. <laughs> don't die. So, um, if you do want to analyze your audition, um, I wouldn't recommend overanalyzing it and, like, obsessing over it because it's not really worth it. But if you want to analyze and see what you did and, you know, why or why or why not, it may have worked. This is actually good for after you find out, like, a callback list or the cast list. Um... So, like, there are a few questions you can ask. Like, you can ask, what worked? Like, what did you do well? Um, Why did that work? Like, why did, like, the things you did well actually work? And why did, like, you know, I don't know. So, what could you have done better? Um, Maybe you might have made a mistake and you might have, like, missed a note or you might have forgotten a line. And then, you know, what could have worked even better? So, how could you have improved what you didn't do so well? Um, not that you'd, like, fail the audition, but, like, if you didn't do something as well as you wanted to, it's okay. You can recognize that, and you can fix the mistake. Uh, you can do whatever you want, really. And then, also, what are you going to do better next time? So, examples of this are, like, say you, again, forget, like, a line in your monologue. Um, hopefully, if you forget a line, you just keep going. You don't, like, stop and be like, oh, dang it, like, because, you know, they'll know. Um, if you just kind of, you know, skip it and, like, you continue on, like, nothing happened. Or, like, if, even if you improvise it, like, that's totally fine. Just, like, make sure, you, you know, you find a way to keep up with, like, everything. So, if you do forget a line 
what you can do next time is you can maybe, I don't know, practice more on your monologue. Maybe, like, find another way to memorize your monologue. Memorize it twice as hard. I don't know. It really depends on what you feel like doing. If you mess, miss a note on the song, maybe, like, start taking voice lessons. Maybe practice the song more. If you didn't really dance that well, then, like, practice your dance. Like, really, it's all about practice and, like, being prepared. If, like, if it was, like, a one-time fluke, like, you messed up one time, then, okay, just, like, know that, okay, it's all right, that happened one time, not going to do it again, I'm going to be more relaxed. Actually, a good thing I probably should do for auditions, maybe be a bit more relaxed. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of goes for everybody, though, because you got to think, it's just an audition. It's not going to, like, change your life. I mean, it might change your life if you, like, do really well in it, but it's not going to, like, end your life. Let's just put it that way. So... It's a if you think about it in perspective, it's a pretty easy process, but like actually being in the process is pretty difficult. But it'll help you improve your acting abilities for the future, or like your singing, your dancing. Um, so you know, write kind of your steps of what you're gonna do next time down, or you can think about it in your head or write it down. Some I just said write it down twice, and then like I said, this is not gonna um, benefit you if you start freaking out about like different things like skin color age or height like that's you can't really control that unless like for some reason you take like some kind of growth hormone but that's probably not going to be very good just to just to get a role anyway um if you find out that you haven't taken a role like don't take it personally like, i mean if you think about it you could be the best i don't know actor in the world and you could not get the role because they you didn't i don't know directors like they look for something usually that they want in their actor to play their certain character. If you don't have it, that's fine. Like, really, it isn't, even with anything, like, if you don't win something, I mean, you gotta think, like, if it's, like, based on, like, opinion, really, like, if it's based on fact, like, you miss questions and stuff, like, that makes, I mean, it kind of makes sense, because, like, you miss the questions, it's okay, though, just, you know, practice and learn, like, practice your answers, like, I don't know, like, a spelling bee, or a G-O-B or something, or, like, a, I don't know, even a race. Like, if you want to race faster, you practice running. But, like, if it's based on opinion, like, say, you know, an audition or, like, even a pageant or, like, any or like an art show. I mean, people who are, like, looking for, you know, their winner or the people who will get the role or anything like that. Like, for roles, I'll usually, like, look for people who have certain, yeah, like, qualities to be the character. And, like, if you're you know auditioning for well if you're competing in a pageant or you're competing in an art show or you're competing in anything else um people i mean the judges they'll compare you to other people and like you know you might be compared like to the best person ever you might be compared to people who aren't as good as you it really all depends on the judges people who are judging you the day that even the day like it really changes like on different day Different judges could be there, and they could pick you. A different day, you could not get picked. A different day, you might only get a call. But it really just depends on the day. Don't take it personally. It's totally fine. And don't ever play the what-if game, because that's really bad for you. I mean, on your self-esteem and everything, like, oh, if I get this role, I'll be able to buy a Mercedes or a Bugatti, and I'll be famous. I'll marry, I don't know, Angelina Jolie, even though she's already married. No, like, that's, guys... It's okay. And, like, don't think about, like, you know, how you failed. Because, really, there was a saying. It's, I forgot. I think I heard. I, it was from a TV show. I forgot who said it. They, they were quoting somebody. But, anyway. He said, failure is not when you fall down. 
failure is when you st- fall down and stay down. Like, if you think about it, if you miss, if you don't get the role, okay, big deal. You go audition for something else or you try something new. It's totally fine. I mean, by dwelling on it and, like, being really hard on yourself, you're really harming, like, yourself. Like, don't be too hard on yourself. Like, don't get yourself down. Don't beat yourself up over it. It's totally fine. I mean, you did your job. You did the best you can do. And then just go on the next audition because if you think about it, they don't want you there. It's like, okay, you're lost. Next. (laughs) And then, yeah, so for really overall for any audition, I would just recommend to be confident, be prepared. And, like, it seems really hard, but have fun with it. It's actually kind of fun when you're in the moment and doing it. It's a little stressful. Then again, I kind of, I don't know, I kind of like the situations where, like, you're performing in front of people. Not everybody does, though, but really, actually, this goes with anything in life that you're being, like, judged or critiqued. Be confident, have fun, and do your best, and really, that's all you can do, because you can't really do anything more than your best. If you want to do anything more than your best, you're just kind of hurting yourself, because your best is your best. That literally is, yeah. Ah, I'm getting all, like, inspirationally and quotey and stuff. Anyway. So I'm going to give you guys my show's contact info. If you actually have any questions or you want me to recommend things for auditions or anything, let me know. Or if you have ideas on what you want me to talk about in the show, let me know. If you want to like my photos on Instagram. No. All right. So my email for the show is breakaleg at kidstar.org. Uh, Instagram is breakalegkidstar. The Twitter is breakalegkdstr. And the Facebook page is Break a Leg Kid Star. I'm also going to be posting YouTube videos really soon. And that'll just be, again, Break a Leg Kid Star. Yay. Maybe I can, like, post videos of me singing or, like, how to do, like, stage makeup or something. It'd be actually really cool. I have a bunch of different ideas. You guys will all see in the future. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope I was able to help any of you in some way, shape, or form. If not, then sorry. (laughs) But... Yeah, it's stressful to do an audition, but, I mean, you guys can do it. I know you can. So thank you so much for listening today. This show is produced by Kidstar, and you're listening to Break a Leg. I'll see you guys next week. Bye. tuning in to break a leg we hope you had as great a time as we have and will join us again next friday at 6 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america kids channel until next week good luck or um break a leg my name is Lindsay marie from bookworm now from the kids are out of the month here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Octopus. Well, I'm an octopus with eight arms on my body, which would come in handy if I practice karate, but I don't practice karate because I'm an invertebrate. I'm spineless, but I've got ink, and I don't mind squirting it, yeah. Swimming through the water Just 
ate some scallops And now I want to eat more When I eat, I use my beak and fill them up with my saliva I suck them down, each one I found It helps me stay alive I'm an octopus and I'm a funky cephalopod If I lose an arm, I'll grow it back right where it was on my body My pigment cells are there to change my skin with camouflage But more it comes, I'm elusive as a mirage The Kidstar album of the month. 